And yeah, what if I tried something like this? You know, maybe a It's a little laid back. Maybe you want something a little heavier. Uh, well, probably not heavy, but you're now listening to. Guys, hello. It's questionable at best. Again, it just keeps happening. This is episode number 10. We did it. Double dig. There's no turning back now. There's no turning back. Welcome. Hi. This week, my guest was Mike Carosa. Carazza. Carosa. Anyway, he's never been completely clear with me on how to pronounce his last name. It's super Italian. That's all I know. And I usually just say Carozza and he goes with it. Um, you know him already. If you listen to the podcast, he is the one that did our beautiful intro and outro music. That's him. He he bookends the show. He's the he's the intro and the outro, and I love this guy. I talked to him this week about happiness. The question is, why are you so damn happy all the time? This guy is so damn happy all the time, and I want his secrets. It's listen. It's not like I'm unhappy all the time by any means, but I'm I don't know. My my natural resting state is one of. Is it happiness or unhappiness? It's just between. It's just neutral. That's, you know, and then I, I once in a while tip over into happiness, which is great. Once in a while tip down into unhappiness. But this guy is so damn happy all the time. And uh, I got to the heart of it. We figured out why. And there's actually some decent tips in here on how to be happy, I think. This is not what I was expecting from it, but this is what we got. You got some life tips. Also, there is a weird slam against archaeologists at some point. I don't know why he brought it up, and he seems to really have a problem with people that go on digs, people that are digging in the dirt for archaeological remains. So if you're an archaeologist and you're listening to this, and my God, I hope you are. Are you? Are you an archaeologist and you're listening to this? Because write to me. I want to know you. I'll go on a dig with you. I have nothing against you and your profession. I think it sounds super exciting. I don't think it sounds exciting, but I bet every once in a while it's exciting when you find something. Are you an archaeologist? Invite me on a dig. That was unexpected. What else? Oh, um, the question is, why are you so damn happy all the time? Why don't you guys chime in in the comments section at the, you know, nomoradio.com and tell me why you're so damn happy all the time. And maybe it's not all the time and maybe it's not damn happy, but let's just talk about happiness, you guys. Let's get into it. So are there things that make you happy? Little things, big things? Write them down. Write them down. Put them in the comments. Tell everybody. Let's get into it. The other thing that I need to tell you um, is that Mike and I, we do a thing. This comes from our private text messages, but we're ready to bring this out into the world. And I'm going to share it with you guys. And I, I, wanted to, I want you to, <sighs> I want it to be our thing, you guys, everybody. So what Mike and I do, we write each other a lot on text. And we often end our texts with an all caps kind of, it's not exactly a chant, it's not exactly a motto, but it's it's zest for life, girl. I say it like, zest for life, girl. Mike does something completely different with it because he's wonderful with his voice and I can't do that. It's zest for life, girl. Do you have that zest for life, girl? You don't have to be a girl, you can be anyone. I call everyone girl in text because it's funny. So this is how it is, you guys. It's all caps, it's zest. You know how to spell zest. The number four, life, that's L Y. F with six Fs, and then girl, G-U, four R's, and L. Zest for life, girl! If you're writing someone a fun text and it's enthusiastic and you're into it, you can always chuck that in there at the end. Zest for life, girl! You can put it on your Twitter. 
You can just, just, you could write it down on a piece of paper and put it on your desk and look at that when you're working and just remind yourself that you have zest for life. Zest for life, girl. Um, you can sucker your friends into it. You know, you could send them a text. Hey, do you know, and we just made that plan. And do you know why I like you? Because you have zest for life, girl. It's just, it works, you guys. And we're making it, a, we want to make it a thing. It'll probably only be a tiny thing. But that's the exciting thing about the podcast at this moment and about our relationship at this moment, you guys. This is pretty intimate. It is pretty damn intimate. So here we are, just us, just about 1,500 of us doing this, listening. Okay. Like, I, I, I remember the question now. Yeah. And we're going to have so much fun. We so, are. Yeah, okay. Are you sure? I think so. Okay, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) We just did this for 20 minutes. (laughs) No, you can't cut this. This is no, I won't. This is the perfect intro. Why are you so damn happy all the time? I don't. (laughs) seriously i just i I don't know i don't know i I don't know that i am so happy all the time i definitely am very happy uh when when i'm when i'm around comedy and like comedians and just like generally people i i I chose to be with right um but yeah that's yeah you know what i don't know why i'm happy all the time it's just it's just a fun way to be okay because you do seem happy all the time and i may have done this in the intro but now i'll just do it here and i'll Mm -hmm. tell everybody why i chose you and why i chose this question (laughs) because you're around on the comedy scene in montreal yes and you have a very distinguished (laughs) what's the word i'm looking for distinct and distinguished. <laughs> Why, thank you. <laughs> a very distinct laugh, as now everybody knows. Um, and you just seem so damn happy all the time. And you got these dimples. They're always popping out. Those definitely help, yeah. So what, what the hell? How do you do it? What's your secret? <laughs> is it real? I think the, the question behind the question is, is it real? Um, the answer behind the answer <laughs> <laughs> is, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, if, if, I'm, if I'm genuinely having a good time and I'm laughing and I'm, uh, and I'm just, yeah, it's real. I'm not going to fake it for anybody. I just... I. You know, unless it's like I'm acting. Yeah. You know, for like you know, a, like a film or TV or something or, so, or something. But <laughs> I don't know why I did that. <laughs> but like you know, I, I I I don't I don't like the idea of being like a, a a fake presence to anybody. Like it's if say I'm really not having a good night. Yeah. Uh, then I I won't play up the happiness. It's just someone will take me there or something will happen and I'll I'll like find it again but it's like i'm not gonna manufacture that for anybody it's one of those things that um okay so um say i did grumpies a while ago mm-hmm. and i was really excited to try out this new joke and grumpies is not exactly the best place to test a new joke but that night everybody was listening and uh it turns out everybody but this like one guy uh, were listening and I and I did like two bits off the top that were like really just like stupid but not funny unpolished and I'm never gonna work on them ever again because yeah. they're just they were just like silly enough to get people used to what I do but also just not good enough for them to like like blow the roof off the place 
so I can just have like a level playing field for the bit that I really wanted to try, which I was going to close on. Right. And so I start the bit. I do one line. I get a massive laugh. I turn to this one guy, and he thinks I'm making fun of him uh, because he's on his phone, and he just like flips me the bird and says, fuck you. And so I tear him to shreds, and I don't think I've ever been that angry you know, uh, on stage before. But a lot of people were there. A lot of people witnessed it. It was. It, I had a good time afterwards. You know, after cooling down. But I, I finished the joke. But I was so angry that like I could not use that as like a sample of the joke to see if it worked or not. Right. Because it was just so different from what I wanted. And I just like yelled at this guy and called him names and like just wrecked him for not having much of a face. <laughs> like he his face was bland. Yeah. So I was just like ripping on him for that. And then I just was angry afterwards and i didn't like that and so like all the comedians at the back were like lined up to give me hugs and i thought that was adorable yeah but then i was like oh this is this is making me happy again here we go so you know it'll be short spurts of little angry so your default but your default is happiness yeah fucking that's amazing dude i don't know why though (laughs) like that's the, the question being why um I don't know. It's just one of those things that, like, you realize, like, I realized a while ago that part of what makes me happy is being able to be happy about the small things. Like, we were just talking about another comedian who does, like, these things all around the city and, uh, you know, like, these little things like the stop sign and the billboard and, like, those are things that would genuinely make me happy. Yeah. Or, like, just seeing, like... Well, tell, tell everybody about the billboard thing, because okay, okay. people probably don't so, know. So, Kurt Brownoller is a uh, comedian now based in L.A., and he did this, he did this thing. Well, let's just go with the, the Skywriter. He, he, like, fundraised on Kickstarter he, uh, uh, to have, like, the skywriting party where he paid a pilot to spell out, how do I land so funny. In, in the air? And I think that's, it's just beautiful. Yeah. It's, like, it's, it's amazing. It's like life bits like just not limiting yourself to like the screen or the stage and just maintaining that kind of like joyful just having a good time in life yeah yeah it's kind of why i always say party like i like saying party you do you always end your emails and stuff with party yeah i do that it's it's, some of it stems from andrew wk on twitter just always saying party yeah but just like that idea of like making everything a party is kind of like i I like that i like that a lot you know you just made me realize that i do which is a a nice little life thing that Uh anybody can do this is great and both of these anecdotes involve high-fiving, but I guess I like high-fiving. Yes. Is, um, <laughs> I mean, maybe I've told people about this. I don't know if I have, but when I bike, which I'm, I'm biking around the city a lot, I like to high-five trees. Here's the thing. <laughs> tree, like, tree branches are often okay, like yeah, hanging yeah. into the bike lane a little bit or wherever you are in the city, mm-hmm. like a tree. And if you, <laughs> th- there's leaves on the trees, and sometimes they're right there. And all I have to do is reach up and just like... Just like hit the leaf with your palm. <laughs> and if you think about it as like high-fiving a tree, it's amazing. Especially if you're on your bike and you're just zipping bas- past and you're just like, hey, tree, I'm doing something good for nature. You are nature. What's up? High-five. Thank you for your service. Yeah. And just, just like, <laughs> It feels really cool. Like it's super fun. Like if you're biking around and you're thinking about high-fiving trees and when you see them, you high-five them. It's really fun. It's so fun. The other thing that I do with high-fiving that's really fun that you'll appreciate is when I go running on the running path by my house, uh-huh. I'm always passing running in the other direction and one day I was just like oh I didn't have any energy and I didn't feel like doing it and I just decided to make a game for myself so when I saw runners going by the other direction 
I'd get like within a few meters, I'd be like, hey, like I'd make these little eyes, you know, like a just inviting kind of eyes like, hey, hi, like making eye contact with someone and then holding up my hand and like looking at my hand like, come on, we're going to do this. Uh And then as we run by each other, we high five and pretty much everyone does it. It's really fun. And then it's extra fun on the way back if you pass them again because then they're like, hey, it's you. (laughs) And then like they're the ones starting it. And it's really neat. Like it gives people a little more energy, I think. When people don't do it, not everybody does it and that feels kind of bad. Guys do it more than girls because guys... I don't know. They're more willing to make eye contact. I think girls that are running are just like, Freaking, I just want to get through this. Don't look at my ass. Okay, just yeah, okay. maybe, you know what I mean? It's yeah, a different yeah, I get thing. It. I get it. But, um, I thought the way you were going with it is as you pass them, like every time you pass someone new, you like turn around and follow them. <laughs> they're not so that much. That would be the great. Joke. I'm going to yeah. do that next time See, I'm but feeling it's, tired. It's the little things that bring you joy. Yeah. And like, even I, if it's yeah. harassing and stalking other people, <laughs> sometimes that's what it takes. <laughs> this brings me joy. <laughs> I know that th- this is something I like I like doing just because I, I don't know I, if it, it also has to do with my day. Sometimes I just don't feel like doing it and I won't. But if I go into a store or like a, a fast food place or somewhere with a counter and somebody who like serves me like something or, you know, anything like that, I, I like to ask them like, hey, how's it going? And like mo- most of the time. You know, it's it's not this, but sometimes some people will like say, "Oh yeah, I'm doing great." That's it. and then I'll have like a bit of a conversation. Yeah, and I'll be like, "All right, then I'll have this," and that makes me feel great. But when there's a, like a stunned silence, I like just waiting and then going, "Okay," <laughs> <laughs> and then just like doing what I was gonna do anyway. Yeah, but just like getting to. I don't know. Put someone on the spot. Like it's so weird to like have that moment where you realize that that person is realizing that they don't have enough of that. Like, yeah. I, I, you know, I've worked in retail, uh, and and I I know what it's like to you know have like drones of people coming in just saying like yeah here this is what I'm doing, and like I I don't know I just whenever I greet someone with a smile or like saying hi how's it going and they like they turn it down it always made me feel shitty but not so much for me for for them too because they're like missing out on something that could be fun yeah and so i i like having that moment where i realize like say like the person at mcdonald's if i'm buying just like i'm I'm going in like hey how's it going i'm just gonna get a drink how you doing yeah there's no lineup i'm just talking you know and they're just like not having it i'll be like okay (laughs) and i'll just like wait on the counter like you know arm on the counter my head resting on my on my hand just like cross legs like you know (laughs) just going away from a burger yeah and uh it's i don't know it's the little things that make me happy i like friendly stranger interaction as as well i often do that i like I like those rare moments where you just like pass someone on the street and you both smile at each other for no reason. Right? And it's just like, hi. Isn't that, that's yeah. fun. I get into trouble though because I am really tolerant of crazy people and I'm really open. Uh. And like, I will, I've gotten into trouble so many times because I guess because I want there to be magic always. I want to, it's like, so if someone comes up to me, I can't think of, I'm trying to think of a specific thing that people have said to me because I know it's happened. We're like, Something like this, like a, like a clearly kind of homeless, crazy guy will just come up and go, I have amazing news. And I'll be like, oh. tell me, because, like, <laughs> because I really want it to be like amazing and magical for real. <laughs> and so I really, um, 
I, I tolerate a lot of craziness in the hopes yeah. that it will turn into something good. But yeah. that happened one time. My friend Mill and I were hanging out and this guy came up oh, and no. he extended his hand mm-hmm. like, hey, like you want to shake my hand? I'm like, sure. Like I'll shake your hand. I'm not, I'm not going to turn down like human interaction and you're dirty, but I can wash my hand when I get home. It's not a big deal. Uh-huh. So I'm like shaking his hand and then he got on the bus with us and then he was like telling us all these things. But then it turned like really creepy. Then it turned into a lot oh. of like intimidating body language and we're getting cornered in the middle and on the bus and he's talking about like really bad stuff like women getting assaulted and raped and we're just like oh we gotta get off the bus now and mill is like see this is what happens when you give people the time of day Uh um we got off the bus it was fine it turned out okay okay yeah but But, um that's something that i have to be aware of when i'm having friendly stranger interactions because i don't draw lines i don't draw the lines that i should sometimes i get that i mean this one here's here's a similar story but not super similar but Enough for me to think about it. I was coming from, uh, I, I had just parked my car and I was on my way to Burritoville for a show, but I was like three hours early. Uh, and um, I'm leaving the parking structure I park at and I have an umbrella. It's pouring rain and I'm just walking, not in a rush, doing it pretty slowly. And then I feel a tug at my umbrella and I think it's the wind. So I pull it back and then I hear like, ow. And what? Yeah, somebody had gotten under the umbrella with me. And it was a man who had clearly been through some kind of burn situation. Holy shit. Like, in, like gigantic lips, skin grafts, uh, no more fingers. Yeah. It was like the whole deal. <laughs> no more fingers. No more fingers. That was an interesting yeah. way to describe no, that. No, but literally yeah, okay. that. Like he, he's... Uh, oh God, I hate saying stuff like this. But like, his hands looked like mittens, and at first I thought they were mittens. Yeah, because it was still pretty cold. Right. And then I look, and I got a good look at them, and they weren't mittens. And so I'm like, okay, you know what? I have an umbrella. I've got three hours to kill. This guy's walking with me. Yeah. Where are you going? And then he starts talking, and I understand no words, no words, and it's not a different language. It's just that he can't speak properly oh my god and but then like we get into this groove where i kind of get some of what he's saying and i understand it and he's like yeah i'm going to the saq i'm like well i'll walk you there and i'm like he's like all right the saq for people that don't know is a place that sells alcohol so that's really funny you're like yeah come on yeah i'm like all right (laughs) so you just if you're going there anyway why not share an umbrella and it's right around the corner so it's not a problem and um and, and and so we get we get in this groove where like I only have to ask him to repeat himself maybe twice every sentence or so, which is you know better than what it was. Yeah. Which is, oh man, I feel terrible. But um, I, we're we're walking and then he starts telling me that like yeah I'm in town for a conference because I'm actually like the mayor of a small town up north. No. And I I'm like <laughs> really tell me more about this and he's like he just like starts talking and I'm like okay. I, I'm not believing that you're the mayor of a small <laughs> no. town up north. Usually people with the ability to be mayor also have yeah. the ability to carry umbrellas when it rains. Uh-huh. I would think. I don't or, know. Or, or, you know, like I think uh, a public servant would have to be somewhat coherent in, in speech, <laughs> which is a rough thing to say, but true. Yeah, totally so true. So definitely put some doubt in my mind. But we start, we start walking to the SAQ. And we get him. He's under an awning, uh, so he's he's good for rain. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna get going. And then he like grunts at me and waves me back down. And there's no like uh, button to open the door, so he can't actually open the door himself. Oh my god! So I go back and open the door for him, and then I just don't know what happened next. Letting him into the SAQ. Yeah. Well, 
That's funny. He yeah, never got out of there. I don't know. He if, lives there now. I, you know what? Let's go. He's visit mayor him. of that SAQ. <laughs> He's mayor that's of what, the SAQ. That's what happened. I just, I don't know, man. I also had like a weird set that night. I remember this clearly because like, I just kept thinking about him trying to pick up bottles. And like how that would be. <laughs> I'm sure he can work I, it I out. I think he can figure it out, but I just like kept wondering about him. Yeah. That night, and it was just, I don't know. That's that story got me thinking about him. Do you know another time? I how I was doing. I had a, I had a stranger interaction that turned out great. This is why this is why maybe it's good sometimes to not draw lines because there are there yeah. is magic no, sometimes. No, there's definitely magic sometimes. I was at a party in Melbourne, and this girl came up, and so this is very different from like kind of dirty homeless guy it was just a cute girl like hipster girl you know like nothing threatening just like a cardigan like a wooden brooch of a squirrel like very okay i can trust this person (laughs) i walk into this party she comes up to me out of nowhere this is her opening question to me she goes like this do you like possums (laughs) okay and because i'm going yeah and because i'm me and i'm inclined to just say yes to everything and that's the more interesting answer right she goes do you like possums and i didn't even think about it i just go yes (laughs) and then she goes i know where there's heaps and then i said take me there oh and then we left the party we bought some apples we went to this park and we fed possums for a couple hours and it was super fun that's amazing yeah and there was magic (laughs) there was magic in that why would you say no to that exactly (laughs) do you like possums why say no find out where it's going right yeah and that was fun. Actually, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm saying it was more fun than it was. It, it turned scary because okay. I like to think of myself like I'm vegan. I care about animals. I like to think of myself as like Snow White and birds are landing on my shoulders and whatever. But the truth <laughs> is like I'm too nervous for animals. <laughs> like they can tell and I can okay, tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And especially like it. wild possums like and you're feeding. I, I was just like we're going to get attacked. Again, we already established that you like possums. I do like possums. I said I did. <laughs> the thing is when you're done having apples, they don't know. That you're done. Uh, so they're still like, where's the, come on, where's the food? And they have these crazy little eyes and you're just like, I'm going to get killed by oh possums. You yeah. have to back out of the park slowly. That's kind of, still kind of fun. It was fun though. It was That fun. reminds me of, um, do you know, do you remember Kara Crab? Yeah. You, oh, yeah. She, she did this photo shoot where she just strapped a bunch of meat to herself <laughs> and uh, went into a forest <laughs> and just like had raccoons come eat no, off her. No, she's insane. And there's like, it's a photo. There, there are pictures of this. That's so horrifying. That is kind of horrifying, but it, it goes Do they back know to, when like, it's done being meat thing. and start being human I flesh? No, I, I have no idea. But I think that's one of those things that like, Kind of like the whole attitude of like I'm doing what I want. Like yeah. I love that. I I can't I can't <laughs> like it, it's it goes back to like Braunohler and the skywriting and the billboards and the stop sign like all of these things that he did. Kind yeah. of just like hey I want to do this. It goes back to like you know just care like hey it'd be fun to buy a bunch of meat and feed some raccoons. <laughs> I'm like okay, let's see where this is going. It's true. And it's just I don't know. I I, I feel like. Like, that's the way to go. Like, so, that's the way to do Happiness things. is in the little things. It's doing what you want. It's, do, it's a lot of doing what you want. Yeah. If what you want is, you know, really what you want. You what do you know? mean by that? Does I don't know. I have, I have uh, my, my best friend for, like, many, many years was very, uh, like, he, he got his, like, his B, uh, bachelor's in, of commerce and, like, was set on being an, uh, an accountant. And, like, just decided, like, recently, no, not going for that anymore. I'm just going to, you know, do construction work instead. Oh, wow. And so, like, that's that's what he really wants. Yeah. Good, you know. But he had convinced himself otherwise earlier. And, like, you know, he would be happy. And, sure, he is, like, somebody who loves numbers and stuff. But it's also one of those things that, like, okay, if this is really what makes you happy, 
go for it. Mm-hmm. It's not one of those like I don't like the necessity of things. Like I'll I'll you know ah that sounds weird, but I I do know that there are things that are necessary to do. But say if I want to say write a sketch and shoot it, I want to make that happen and not so much take an anthropology course to go on a dig somewhere. You know, if that's your joy, if you want to go on a dig out in like someplace, <laughs> go through the the required steps and make it happen. Yeah. But otherwise, like just just do what you want to do. Just do what you want to do. Do what you want to do. Then again, I am like I realize that I'm like a naive 22-year-old <laughs> with dimples. With, with dimples, but I'm also like I I'm surrounded by like privilege. Like I've got I have these privileges and I acknowledge them and like I realize me saying do what I want to do is much easier than other people. And so Listen, probably anybody listening to this podcast has privilege and it's good for them to be aware of it as well. Right. But I don't think we're speaking to, you know, down and out third world no, people no, were like no, just no. do what you want to do they're like I, mean. I can't get enough water yeah but uh, you, uh, i'm just saying thing i'm trying to trying to humble myself no, no, down no absolutely i didn't mean to cut you off no, no it's continue. just one of those things i acknowledge the privileges i do have and i'm i'm lucky to have them but like uh let's make them work let's make them happen yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i got caught up with it i'm like i i and i could feel it coming i'm like i know there's a, there's going to be a pause coming because i'm not sure where to take this next um why are you so damn happy all the time? Oh, not all the time. A lot of the time, but not all the time. It must be a nice way to live. Oh, you were talking about being a, a 22, naive and 22-year-old. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. Is that so wrong? Like, you know, people get it's older and they get for. kind of bitter or jaded yeah. or whatever. I think I, I don't think, like that. I, I think it's good to be, to be tapped into that 22-year-old energy and excitement about yeah. life, enthusiasm. Yeah, I want to keep that. I mean, I like I don't think I don't think I've lost that in my own life. Or not even 22. I feel like honestly I feel like 8. That's how, that's how yeah, old no, I feel like I am most of the time. 22 is what I am on paper. Yeah. Uh, well, and, and biologically, but you know, I I don't act like a 22-year-old at least not according to my parents. <laughs> what do they think? I think you're 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 in school. You're following your dreams. I'm in, I'm in school, but it's always like they want me to be safe about career stuff. I'm also like you know Montreal's not the English side of Montreal comedy isn't where you get paid uh, in, in the in the city if you're if you're just like two years in and like sure there are a few gigs even here if and you're then. eight years in <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah it doesn't no, matter nothing. you're yeah. never gonna get paid yeah, in Montreal, Montreal no yeah. so but um the the thing is like my my folks don't um care to acknowledge that. They, that they come from a different time and also a different field. However, my my dad was a drummer in like wedding bands, back, like that's pretty cool. most of his life. Yeah, and like that's how he paid the bills before becoming a lawyer. Just laying down the beat at weddings. Yeah, yeah really. That's, awesome. that's that's exactly what he did. And uh, actually, we just we uh, we moved recently, and now we have enough space for the drums. And so we just brought them back like two or three days ago, and I've just been going crazy on oh, them. Oh, that's super fun. Part of what makes me happy. Of course it would make you happy. <laughs> I know, it's the best. This, ans- this question is answering itself. Why are you so damn happy all the time? I got drums at home. I got drums and dimples. <laughs> that's all you need. Drums and dimples. Drums and dimple time. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we haven't. We have a show to run off to, actually, because oh, we're living oh, our we're, dreams. Yeah, we're, so <laughs> we're chasing. We're chasing the magic I think dragon. Maybe we'll, of maybe we'll wrap it up around here. Yeah, but I would love to have you back sometime. Oh, anytime. Okay, so maybe just as some some parting 
I didn't I didn't know we were parting or partying partying I didn't know we were <laughs> headed in this direction but I feel like uh, I just want you to sum up your life's life's philosophy on how our listeners can be as happy as you are all the time uh, let's see um, l- appreciate the small things mm-hmm. um, don't get in the way of your your own s- dumb ideas like if uh, if if you have something that makes you happy don't shoo it away because nobody else cares for it. Because, <laughs> like, like I, I've, I, I have countless, like, I, I have so many stupid ideas that I want to take to the stage, and like some that'll never make it, but a lot of them are being worked on right now, and if, and some of them have worked out, you know, and like it's not just a stage thing. It's like if you want to, you know, have a skywriter write out how do I land in the sky, make it happen. It's it's one of those. I, I just the little things do what you want because that'll that'll make you really happy um, don't leave your happiness in the hands of someone else is a big one. Oh yeah yeah that's something I realized a while ago I just don't don't let someone be don't don't make someone accountable for your own happiness you got to make that happen um, Complain a lot. What do you mean? <laughs> I complain so much. You do not. You never complain. <laughs> oh, I do. I do. Really? I do. But I, it, it kind of gets like the negativity out of my system, and then I find something a little ridiculous within that, and I go on that, and that makes me happy. Okay. Like you know, I had a day where I complained that you know, why why aren't some movie stars stand up comedians? And then came out with a bit about that, you know, and I I just like really went hard about like hating on some movie stars <laughs> for not doing stand up. <laughs> Because, I don't know, I just thought that was something to complain about. I'm like, See, it's one of those things. It's just the dumb little ideas. I didn't stop myself. Rule number two. Revisit rule number two. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, that's, that's little things. Um, do what you want. Be responsible for your own happy. I feel like five would be, rules would be Here we fun. go. And never lose that zest for life, girl. Zest for life, girl. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> Questionable at Best is available every Thursday at nomoradio.com. Check out the website to join in on the weekly Questionable at Best comment thread. Head over there. Talk about this stuff with us. Weigh in. Ask more questions. Answer questions. Get involved. Paint a fence. Make it happen. Join the community. I don't know if there's a community, you guys, and paint a fence is not a thing that people say, so I don't know why I just said it. But um, just go over there. I would love to continue this conversation with you. Support for the No More Radio Podcast Network comes from the Montreal Improv Theater. Check them out at montrealimprov.com. Our cool graphic was designed by Charlie Sneaker. Her work is on Instagram, charlie underscore design. That's Charlie with a Y. Do not be fooled. Our super sweet intro and outro music, which you're listening to right now, was composed by comic and renaissance man Mike Carosa. His Twitter is Mike Carosa. That's two R's, two Z's, two A's, although not sequentially. You'll figure it out. Also, I just said renaissance man. If you are listening in the UK, I say to you, renaissance man. I'm Deanne Smith. I have an internet presence. Thank you guys so much for listening. I will see you again next week. Zest for life, girl! Woo!